What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Dinner Podcast, brought to you by Team Nitty Radio Zone, OG Nitty, and Nutrella. On this episode, we open up with some banter about back-to-school season and the harsh reality that is active shooter drills. Then we talk about treating a man for once, because September is Take a Man on a Date Month. You heard me right, ladies. So, India! From there, we talk about the caucasity of some people, issues in the workplace, do you care about your legacy, and more. And of course, we do it all over dinner and drinks. So grab a plate and grab a glass, because around here, a Sunday dinner, everyone eats. All right, everybody, it's me, it's me, it's the OG. You already know what time it is, man. It's time for that good, good old eats. It is time for Sunday dinner. Where everyone eats. That's right. You know that voice you hear in the background? Not only is she my co-host on Team Nitty Radio, where you might call her the new guy, she's my co-host on this podcast right here. It's called Sunday Dinner. That is. You're traveling the building. What's going on? Nothing much. Just enjoying the day. Enjoying the week. Getting ready to go back to school. No doubt. Each. Oh, I thought y'all went back already. We went back for teachers, not the kids. Oh, okay. The kids come Tuesday. Okay, no doubt. Well, good luck with all of that. (laughs) Hopefully, they're not too much of a handful. Uh, Do y'all got to do active shooter drills at y'all schools? Yes. In Delaware? So, is that a nationwide thing, regardless of where your school is? I think so now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why they do that to urban schools. You know, I mean. You know, the thing that's kind of weird, I mean, I guess it's not really weird because it does make sense to practice the active shooting drills, but. You practice them, and if the killer is a kid that goes to the school, mm-hmm. they know the drill. Oh, yeah, that's right. They got the inside information. Mm-hmm. And will people really stick to the drill rules if it went down? <laughs> I mean, when I think about it, all right, let's think about this. Uh, you got police. Mm-hmm. You know, they go through the academy and stuff. I guess it's like six months, six months to a year, depending on whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's protocols and rules they're supposed to abide by, which oftentimes don't teach you you're supposed to kill a suspect or whatever. That's supposed to be like the last resort, resort mm-hmm. you know? But it seems to be their first resort in most cases. Right. So it's like, these are supposed to be quote-unquote professionals <laughs> who go through training for months and months and months. And then, you know, they're supposed to live that out on a the job. They still got to go back for regular training, whether it's firearms training, this, right. that, and the other. Culture. And they still, and we still see what's going on across the country. So am I to believe that now untrained uh, professionals in the art of warfare, or whatever you want to call it, teachers and children at that, supposed to do like one day of training and all of a sudden they know what to do in the event that's an active shooter? An active shooter. Yeah, um... I am happy and fortunate and blessed enough to never have been put in that situation. And I can't honestly say that I know what I would do if something like that was to arise. Mm-hmm. I know I know that when I worked at the alternative school I was at, mm-hmm. my mind used to be, well, half of these kids got gun charges, so they should know what to do if someone right. come up in here with a gun. Yeah. So cool that means is, that I-, I can be out. So <laughs> they got it. They can figure it out. But where I'm at now, I, I do often think about that. I'm like, do you do the, the right thing as the teacher and, you know, save your students? Or you have a family. Mm-hmm. I have kids. Yeah. Do I save myself for my kids? It's a, I, it's a real double-edged sword. I yeah. used to wonder the same thing about fire drills. You know, we used to have fire drills all the time. I was like, 
If it was ever a real fire, we probably all scattering. I yes. remember one time we did have a real deal alarm in school. Like, I was in like junior high son. First we thought it was a, a drill. But then they was like, no, it was real. Yo, but I tell you, we took off running. Like, roaches when the lights come on, B. I was like, yeah, all that drill shit went out the goddamn window. See, I wonder why they would tell them it's a, I guess you have to say it's a real thing. But if you just let people continue to think that it's a drill, excuse me, they probably still would leave. You in know, orderly in an orderly fashion. And get out in time. Yeah. I guess it kind of goes. And once to you it. say, hey, this is real, it probably turns into chaos. Yeah. As a matter of fact, at one of my jobs, we just had, uh, you know, I guess they said we had fire drills. But no, we, we actually didn't have a drill one day. What it was, there was like something called smoke that made the alarms go off in the building. Mm-hmm. Once the alarm goes off, everybody got to leave. Right. Now, this is my first time experiencing it, this at this job. So at first I was thinking it was a drill because everybody just seemed real calm and regular, right? So then I was like, okay, it's a drill, whatever, I guess. And then what kind of made me start thinking, my supervisor had asked me to go upstairs to the gym to make sure all the, uh, the patrons are out, mm-hmm. you know, the basketball players and stuff. So I started going, you know, walking up there nonchalantly like, okay, it's part of the drill. But in my head, I'm thinking, I was like, if it was real, would they really send me upstairs <laughs> to into the building that's burning? talking about go get the uh the other well, grown-ups if you are the supervisor you need to be entering right. the building. so i'm walking up there and i'm like i hope they don't think i'm gonna do this in real life like because <laughs> first of all that wasn't in my job description Correct. definitely above my pay grade like nah bro yeah. there was no training for this either you supposed you at least supposed to have training to know how to protect like firefighters get trained on how to get people out <laughs> You want me to do firefighter shit? They want you to walk up there, make yeah. sure ain't nobody in so there. So I strolled up there, you know, the people was already leaving, thinking. So I'm coming downstairs now, kind of like people leaving on the fitness center. So I'm standing like, I guess I'll wait till they all leave. I guess it's supposed to be my position here. In my head, I'm still thinking, if this shit was real, <laughs> <laughs> it'd been a lot of upset folk. So then we get outside. Especially on my part time job. Right! So, <laughs> right! Part time! So then we get outside. And then, kind of find out something real was going on. Because, like, six fire trucks came, like, all sides. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I don't even smell nothing. But whatever it was, you know, they came in. It was, like, blah, minor. They got it out. So, when we got back in, I said to my supervisor, I said, I said so, if it was a, if the event of a real fire, do you really expect that I would go into the building that's burning to get people? Is that what you think? And he tried to move, well, as you know, as staff of the such and such and such, it is our duty to make sure that all of our members are safe. So, yeah. Oh, really? So, where were you when I was inside the building getting the rest of the staff? You know what I mean? Where was he? Outside? He was in yeah. traffic? Yeah. Yeah, no. So, I said to him, you know, I don't know if he took me serious or not. He should. I said, look, I'm going to tell you right now. If it's a real deal, don't send me into that building. Don't even ask me to go into that building. As a matter of fact, my answer would have just been right then, I quit. Yeah, he kind of laughed. It was, you know, it was like, no, we got to see the I was like, okay. And all I treated, that's just like when, you know, I sit in the uh, the, the emergency exit row of the airplane and the flight attendant's like, you you, you got to pro- promise to save, be the last one to help people get on. Okay. Okay, I'll let you hear what you want. Let that little dog, <laughs> that little... because I want this brown. Hell yeah. Let, but, that, um... let that little slide pop out. What? Something going down that bitch like Sub-Zero. You better get the fuck out of here. Nigga, wait, what you was on? Uh-huh, all right. Yeah, no. <laughs> now, y'all got paid for this. Y'all got just Stop trying to make people do y'all job. Y'all literally get paid for this. 
You got to go through government clearances. I'm sure you got to get retrained for this kind of stuff. Nobody ever, when I got my passport, no one in the passport that says you had to do emergency exit training just in case. <laughs> when I bought my plane ticket, no one did it say you might have to do emergency exit training just in case. Nor did they give you a discount for exactly. saying I'm going to do the exactly. emergency exit training. I'm paying training. for this. And, and furthermore, now you know how with all these uh, cut back, companies getting cheap and, 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 and all that stuff. Nowadays, and on some airlines, you gotta pay extra to try to choose that row in advance. Yeah. So I gotta pay extra, and then you want me to save lives? Get the f- you, I gave y'all a raise so I could do y'all job. Get the fuck out of here. That's that's the worst game in self checkout. <laughs> Why is self checkout? Oh, because because I'm, I'm doing, you're doing your the work. work. I'm doing cashier work, but I ain't getting cashier pay. So, so you don't discount. go through self self checkout. Don't get me wrong. I do self checkout because it's. I mean, the cashier lines are too slow. Right. Like, if there was an open cashier versus self-checkout, I'm going to the cashier because I'd rather you do the work. Right. But if I don't have to stand in line and wait, oh, no, I'm going to self-checkout. It's convenient, but it's a shame that I have to do my own work (laughs) and pay you to do said work. And pay. Yeah, Yeah. at least give me a self-checkout discount, a coupon. Yeah. Give me me $2 off for check. Or if you purchase this much in self-checkout, you get this much off for your bill. How about that? How about that? It's or, not going to happen. Oh, you know thought. what? Oh, you know what? I would be happy with if you really stop letting people with a thousand groceries go into self checkout. Yeah, I feel like self checkout should be an express grocery thing. Like, would you say twenty five or less, or fifteen? Nah, or less? not even twenty. That's too much because it's like, first of all, them things ain't even built to hold your, the bags. Like, you have to keep loading your cart and stuff. Like, so I feel like. Yeah, I'm more. I'm, I'm a ten items. Ten items or less. Yeah, yeah. It's only right because otherwise it's not a. You know, I feel like when self checkouts were initially made, and this I could be wrong. I feel like that was for express purposes. I think so too. You know, I mean, less than you wait. So now, if I'm sitting there waiting all day because somebody wanted to come there and do their grocery shopping for the month, <laughs> I'm pissed. You know what I mean? Nah, fuck. And then. Oh God! And then those be the people who don't even know how to use the thing right. Yeah, don't know how to. They're not even efficient. Yeah. Like everything's just wrong. It's pissing you off. Like, yeah. So fuck that. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So do you count? Like, say I bought three bags of string beans. Is that three items or one item? I say it's three. I know people. Some people say it's one, but it's still volume. I say three as well. Because if you scan one, you still gotta scan the other two. Yeah. Yeah, that's a three scan. Now, if you scan one and the other two just went with it, fine. I'll give you a one item because you can just bulk that in. But everything you scan is an item. Okay. So, that's what I was wondering if you were, yeah. which way you thought about it. Yeah, my, I think my mother is of the, the bulk, the, the combo. Ilk. The one thing I hate when going to the grocery store is when, um, and no shade because I used to get wicked myself, mm-hmm. but at the certain grocery stores where... The cashier can't just do the WIC purchases without having a, a supervisor come by and put a code in. A word? You never... Oh, well. No. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, I had WIC. I mean, I was a WIC kid, so I seen how it worked, but with my kid, we was WIC in her newborn day, her, her, her first year. Yeah. So you never went to the grocery... Well, it's only a certain chain that I know of that does this. Mm. That you have to stand there and wait. And it's, like, annoying because it takes up more time. And then everybody, like not everybody, but a lot of people are doing wicks, so they're mm-hmm. just going from place to place to place. It's just as bad as your, my mm-hmm. full two full carts yeah. at the checkout line. I hate that. Nah, I'm good on that. Yeah. But we digress. First of all, you know it is Sunday dinner, so of course we're eating. So today's menu, we had a, 
a, a cut up boneless pork chop, pan seared, along with peppers and, and mushroom and scallions and other spices, combined with some uh, uh, pasta and an Alfredo sauce. Yes, not lightly drizzled, little rain down, and presented. Yes, slight carved up, a little health. Some uh, dairy to go ahead and take away from some of that health. It's all about balance here on Sunday dinner. That's what we had alongside uh, a, a beef short rib. Yes, that's what we A slow-cooked beef short ribs with barbecue sauce and other uh, seasonings and dirt on it as well. Your thoughts on today's meal, tonight's meal? Luke? It was good. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot to say Nitty made that. Caveman Kitchen, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. I didn't even, you know, I didn't ask what I was eating before. Normally I ask. Mm -hmm. I just went right in. She did. It's very, it's a, it's a very proud moment. And dinner, I mean dessert, which which new Charlie brought, is being brought to you by Domino's. It looks like it's, oh, these are brownies. The cookie brownie. Oh, cookie brownie. Cookie brownie. Tastes pretty amazing. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Shout out to Domino's for the cookie brownie. Um, I forget how the commercial slogans go, so y'all cut a check and I remember that shit. Um, <laughs> and because Neutrella likes it. And she put me onto it, and I like it as well. We're back here with the wine. Stella Rosé L'Original Black. That's right, Il Conte, 1917. It's a low-alcohol grape wine specialty with natural flavors. That's right, that's Stella Rosé Black. And one of my all-time favorite rums in the world. We have Bacardi Superior. That's right, the white. This is one of the few times where I'll say white is right. <laughs> Bacardi, superior, not the dark. Some of you say light, we call this white. So, to all my Caucasoids out there, you can go have ha go ahead and have this one. White is right in this case. This is a map of juice too, but either way, we're moving on. So, every now and again, you know, I start podcasts off with a story, mm -hmm. even though we kind of just started off with um, that impromptu grocery store thing and a fire thing school thing i love stuff like that real off the cuff so let me jump into a story real quick then it's gonna lead into some other stuff so as you may or may not know it's upon us now the phenomenon known as take a man on a date month the, what? Mo the month of september is known as take a man on a date month did not know that it's been going on for years and i put out the reminder this year and like you just did, many women turn up their faces. Scrunched did I turn up, up my face? Yeah, you scrunched up your face. <laughs> you turned up your nose because somehow it just seems so unfathomable to actually treat a man to a meal. I don't <laughs> understand. In a world where we want all this equality and stuff, but we only want it where it suits us and our self-interest. We don't want it across the board. Because equality would mean a man can eat for free too on the woman's dime. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that has to be every time, but damn, if the general consensus is, the general notion is, the societal standards say, and the pressure says that a man is supposed to be the one to pay, Jesus Christ, he can't just get one meal for free? Is, that, is, is it that foreign of a concept to say you treat a man to a meal? If she cooks, does that count? No. Because mm -hmm. what if he said he was just cooking? Y'all be like, nah, he's cheap. Mm -hmm. or, he just, or he just trying to get me in the crib and, and fuck. So what if I set up a whole... What if you took me to a restaurant and purchased food? 
With a tab and a tip, a server. All so why that. can't I set up a picnic in why my living room? Why can't you take me to a restaurant like I would take you? But it's not, if you took me on a picnic in a park, mm-hmm. is that not a date? I said pay. The food had to get there somehow. Okay. So if I if you took me to a picnic in the park. That's cool at some point. Is that a date? But this concept is about taking a man. Out. So I took you, the, okay. So I took you out to the park for a picnic. No, take me to a fucking restaurant. You can take me to a park the next fucking time. Imagine if all we wanted to do was take you out of parks. I'm just saying. Imagine if all we wanted to do was take you out of parks. Is it the point to eat? Imagine if all we wanted to do was take. But out it's not the point. We to want to be eat. treated. You to are a meal, at a picnic to in the a park. meal at a table in a restaurant, not in the park with bugs and shit. <laughs> I don't want a fucking picnic. I want <laughs> to sit down at a fucking table with a maitre d. And all of that with shit. With a mater d. Bells and whistles and shit. You want all of that. All of that shit. Because you know why? It's only going to happen probably once. So for your so one time, I'm supposed whistles. to take you to like Del bells Fresco's? You know what I mean? The fuck? So you, you're supposed to go to Del Fresco's in September. But just because nah, it's... This is supposed to. It would be nice. Shoot, me personally, you could just you could take me to Red Lobster. Honestly, I'm a oligarch. I'm not. See, I'm, not, I'm low maintenance. That, but this, see, that's the problem. Women so caught up in themselves, they don't even realize most times we don't need Del Frisco's. We don't need the, the whatever the Brazilian steakhouse is called, Fogo de Chao. We don't need the melting pot. We don't need the Capitol Grill. But damn, we, we'll take a fucking two for 20 if you're going to drop the 20. But y'all don't realize this because y'all so busy worried about clocking the man's pockets and worried about whether if you're going to call a man cheap or not. I don't think that's true. Many, I'm not. I'm not going to blanket women. I'm not going to go. I'm no, not gonna, I'm saying I don't think that most men. All right, if this, like you said, if September is take a man out month or whatever, right? Take a man out on a date. Take month. a man out on a date month, right? Not and, I say, and I say, and I say, all right, the grass on the blanket. <laughs> we're gonna go get the two twenty, do two for twenty at Applebee's. I think some men or most men would be like. Are you serious? No. This is our only month, Mm-mm. and we're going to the two for 20 for Applebee's. I'm not saying there won't be some, but as a man, no. Many men will be okay. As I mean, we want to drink at least some beer. The two for 20 That's is not just part a, of the two for two 20. Two for 20 is just a meal. That's not part of the two for 20. Two for 20? Yeah. Okay, two for 20 and alcohol. What the fuck? I'm not going to sit there and drink water on my one fucking time. Get the fuck out. See y'all see what I mean? That's how stupid women's minds are sometimes. Cause, cause, yo, I we have already seen scenarios play out. A guy might be playing and just say, "Yeah, nah, you just gonna get the water with that meal." Cause, and a woman will start snapping or be like, "Oh, he cheap." Oh, here we go. Yada 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 yada. I wouldn't. I would say thank you. I appreciate okay, that. Right. Because most of the time, I prefer my calories to come from mm-hmm. food anyway. You realize? Stop trying to be fitness trail here today. I do. <laughs> I <laughs> do say that. Now all of a sudden, she wants to count fucking macros. No, but I do. Now all of a sudden, we we didn't. <laughs> now get the fuck out of here. No, in general. Oh no! Oh my God! Most podcast. people. Most people who um. Go places with me. Know that I will get the water. I get water because I want my calories to come from my food. I don't want so 350 calories from... When do you drink? What? Like when, alcohol? Yeah. Here. This the only time you drink or alcohol? Or happy hour. Because I about to say, have we known each other for 20 years? I was going to say, or, or a happy hour. Now, back in the day, back in the day, yeah. But more recently, I'll drink water. Fuck more recently then. Let's talk. Because I, clearly that's the minority. <laughs> so you tried it, but we're not gonna let that fly here on Sunday dinner. Cause no, you trying it, and I'm not letting y'all off this fucking hook here. 
And I'm going somewhere with this anyway. But we already know. You know, I made a post about it and women come on complaining and carrying on. And <laughs> like, you would have thought I said it was like, let a man fuck your mother month. Like, all I said is, is take a man on a date month. I Even if there wasn't a month for it. It shouldn't be such a big deal if a man wants to be taken out on a date at some point. So, but why are you putting limitations on my date? Huh? Why are you putting limitations on my For date? For the same reasons uh, uh, standards and, and, and expectations are all, all normally put on the stuff that we take y'all on. Now, if you're saying it's take a man on a date month, then my date is my date. So, if my date is a picnic in the park, that's my date. So, I get no saying where I'm going to be taken? That's what you're saying now? I lose all say? Because imagine if a man said you have no say in where y'all going to date if he's going to pay. All right, I'm going to go ahead and try it because you're going to try to say something outlandish that don't make sense. I'm just to try, just to, try to speak, but I'm ready. No, I I'm was going to say, I don't have to go. I'm here for you it. You go ahead out on your date then. Mm -hmm. that, that would be my response. All right then. I don't so have to again, go. You go ahead on your date. If all you want to do is take a man on a picnic and he don't want to go on a picnic, then step aside and let him find somebody who wants to take him to a real place that he wants to go to for the one time, the one time. Jesus Christ, 12 months in the year, there's one month, and we're not even saying it has to happen every day in the month. One day in a 30-day month in a 365-day year, maybe 366, depending on where we're looking at. Right. One day out of the one month, and here we are still having a fucking debate about it. This topic has been probably been going on for like the last nine minutes. <laughs> really, all we've gotten to is where she should force him to go. Otherwise, he could take it or leave it. It's the bullshit. Take a man on a date, mom. Okay. And women were all up in their arms, right? All up in their shit. I'm not doing this, and men should do that. Oh, and golf. Oh, we always said we had to, uh, some of them who said, "Yeah, I do it," but he's gonna have to put out. Oh, he's gonna have to put out. He's gonna have to put out. Yes. Oh, Imagine wow. a man using these words here. Nah, that wouldn't work. You hear the toxic femi the, 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 oh, the toxic femininity. That was displayed on this post that Somebody I made. said that for real? He oh, dead ass. Out. And we disputed. We said, no. She was no. joking. She, she had said, to be no. joking. And I know this person. She wasn't. So, dead ass. We were like, nah, that's bullshit. I imagine the man said, it's like, well, you know, it's your business, whatever. He gonna have to, or, matter of fact, she said like, or she said something, and then she fixed it like, if I spend a certain amount, he's definitely gonna have to get, I was like, oh, so you put prices on it now. So, can we do that? Oh, if I spend this amount, she gotta give it up? Or will a, will a motherfucker sound rapey? Now, I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that statement at mm -hmm. all. There's nothing about that statement that I can stand and, up for. And those be the statements that get a lot of likes and, and the, the women be like, uh-huh. No, yeah. that's, that's crazy to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. You can't make a statement like that. Now, I can say, look, this is my date. You can either go or not go. Mm -hmm. I can say that. Mm -hmm. But I can't say, all right, well... This what you want to do? All right, I'm going to take you. But realize, mm -hmm. when we get back, though, uh -huh. let me tell you what you want to have to do. Exactly. And I, I got a whole other topic about that that I ain't going to touch on right now. So, now that brings me to a text conversation I had earlier today. So, this wasn't even meant to be a part of the show. But this happened after I got home when I was actually in the caveman kitchen getting ready for recording and stuff. See, it was a good thing I went to the gym. And No, it was not actually. I had plenty of just fodder without this. I didn't want to be sitting here waiting. Okay? So, no, it's not a good thing. AC, you're not listening. You're not going to listen to this podcast, but just know, thank you for your loyalty. So, Wait, that doesn't even have anything to do. So, anyway, go ahead. Because he would have been here on time. So, Shorty asked me, you know, she was talking to me, whatever. 
And then she goes, uh, it's almost September. You got any dates? And I said, no. Now I made a joke. Now, it was a joke, but it was stemming off mm-hmm. of the post I just finished telling you about, the affirmation post. Right. So I said, no, women are cheap. <laughs> and she's like, wait, what? Here we go now. She goes, you hang with the, with the wrong women. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing now. I've, been in, I've, I've seen plenty of scenarios. I've been in plenty of scenarios where somehow, you know, women ask you say something about women ain't doing or something you ain't getting from a woman, your woman, whoever. And it's always a woman saying, oh, you messing with the wrong women, right? Or woman. All the while, they'll wind up being the women that they, they'll wind up being that wrong woman. I was going to say, where is she going with oh, this? Is she about to take you out? Yes. There we go. I'm, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. I mean, so you hang with the wrong women. So, like you. I'm waiting now for her to be like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, a part of me was going to be like, well, are you going to... But I was like, nope, let me just let it... Because you clearly, you put... You know what I mean? Her next statement, well, I'm taking dates for September. Now, what would you <laughs> infer from that? That she's waiting on you now to ask her out. She puts a smiley emoji. So I say to her, what you mean taking dates? Because I want to be sure this is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe that's her funny way of saying, meaning... You know, I'll take you, you know, whatever. I'm right. I said, what you mean taking dates? Let's say her name is Jane. It's not, but let's say Jane though, right? All right. Because then her next line was, September is also take Jane on a date month. You just all lives matter to fucking take a man on a date <laughs> Did you just all lives matter our one day in a month, our one month, where we only going to get one day out of a whole year to then try to get me to take you on the fucking date? <laughs> But but I but I'm messing with the wrong I was women. Say, so she just turned herself. She into became the woman. wrong fucking woman. My response to that: Good night. <laughs> and I put up the emoji, walking away. And you know what her response was to that? What? What would you think her response would be? Why are you leaving? No, you would think right. Her response was: So there we have it. Guys are cheap too. Somehow this turned back on the man, and I became <laughs> fucking cheap. <laughs> for take a man on a date month. No, what's funny is she started the conversation with you. <laughs> she started the conversation with me. Yo, it was like, nobody. Her. Like, yes. <laughs> Literally, I was minding my business. I was in a caveman kitchen cushion. You know, that's one of them things where I was like, you know what? I ain't doing this today. Uh, you know, because I'm at a point in life too where I'm like positive vibes only. And all that. I'm like, I ain't doing this. Let me go. I was cooking. I was enjoying my, my, my caveman kitchen. Let me go ahead and do this. Because you're not. what you're not going to do is bring down my joy. They should try to have other random conversation after that. I literally did not respond again. I have no rap. I have no rap for that. That was funny. I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't I funny it. because it bothered you. I get you. what you're saying. But I'm like, yo, it's so, absurdly so funny. So she started the conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with talking about mm-hmm. take a man on a date. Come month. on, come on with it. <laughs> Only come on with it. to try to get a date come out on. of you. Come on with it. And then call you cheap. Come on with it. <laughs> come on with it. You read, Yo. you read that right out the word. That is funny. That you is read really, that really right funny. out the word. Thank you. And you know what? Here's the crazy part. Because I'd be lying if I said I didn't deal with stuff like this for women. Uh-huh. You know. But I'm not one of those, for lack of a better term, pessimistic daters. You know, people always saying how the game's so fucked up. Well, I see it happen mostly with, mm-hmm. with women I know. Oh, the date is seen as trash. I ain't trying to date men of this, men of people. You know, I mean, I've seen dudes say stuff like that too. But I've always been like, it's not that bad to me. I mean, like anything, it has ups and downs. Like, I'm thinking, if you were in a committed relationship, 
or you know, or just how I see married people saying, I'm glad I'm not in today's dating scene. Don't act like your marriage don't have issues. Yeah. Marriages have issues too. But then even with that, you gotta remember when you're married, you still need to date. Yeah. So wow. so my thing is you can't just do that to the to, to the name of dating because some bad shit happens. Like that's like if I saw a married couple going through something, I'm like, well, shit, I'm glad I ain't married because, nah, that doesn't mean marriage is not a good thing. Right. Or how people are like, oh, I'm glad I ain't got kids. Yeah, for certain times and situations, I guess, I guess it's good to not have kids. But there are other times where it's good having kids. Like, you know, to each their own, basically. Right, right. But don't, so, all, so I'm not one of those guys. Like, I, I've always been a, a fan of love, a lover of love, romance, all of that. Um... The dating scene is good. I love women. You know, I love socializing anyway. So, you take the good with the bad. Well, yes, there are women who get on my nerves. There are women who are like, yeah, I hope she loses my number. The other one, I'm like, man, I hope she stays around. Whatever. But it's good. But shit like that right there, I got to call out. So, I, that doesn't like make me pessimistic about dating, but that's the bullshit. <laughs> That was that was a weird one. That was very, that and, was a weird combo. It and, really was. And it was a weird combo from a weird woman, so it actually fits. So, since we were talking about texting. We're going to get into a topic that I meant to bring up last week, but then I forgot. And then, you know, you reminded me that after the fact. That oh, we yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. So, no doubt. Yeah, let's get some more brownies. If we need some more main course, too, there's still more back up in there. We got I'm all of that. some more pasta. No doubt. So, so I asked this question on Facebook, mm-hmm. the Facebook poll. I'm going to ask you, even though you kind of already know the background. When someone texts in text speak, we're talking in text speak. When someone texts, and we're talking about shorthand text. So when someone texts you the letter is H Y D, what do you translate that as? What How are you doing? doing? Okay. That's me too. Oh, matter of fact, it's so funny. This Facebook poll was inspired by the same girl. That take a man on a date girl. Oh, she said that. No, no, not she didn't do that. She inspired the actual question. Oh, okay. Because when I would ever I touch the HYD, she would think I was saying, How's your day? So she would start telling about her day. So I told her, I said, Actually, I meant, I meant how you doing? We went through it was like three, four times. <laughs> then a few times she said, I said, Yo, why do you keep doing this? I told you time and time again, this is how you doing? And she was like, I'll be forgetting. I, I, I don't see it that way. I just, I'll be thinking, I'm like, Where else do you see this? I've never seen, like, everybody else, literally, everyone else I've tested HYD, they say I'm fine, or what, they tell me literally how they're doing. Don't get me wrong. I can see, don't get me wrong, I can see where the letters HYD can be interpreted as how's your day. I'm not, I'm not saying it can't happen. But U and D normally always come with you doing, hmm? whether it's WYD H-R, right, it's normally I do. Right, doing. so as I said, in my mind, yes, that should be the case. But if you've ever t- taken some kind of statistics class, you know about outliers, yeah. right? Right. She was one of those because at least the letters matched, right? Mm-hmm. So I think my thing with her became, okay, granted, you thought that's what it was the first time, even the second time, but five times. Are we talking all the time? At this point, you know, I'm not asking you how she did. <laughs> Matter of fact. When I ask her how's a day or anybody, I literally write the words "how's your day" as to not be confused with how you doing. Okay. Yeah. So that's what led me to actually ask the question on Facebook. 
Oh, so she to, she inspired. Okay. Yeah, to see if the majority thought like me or if they thought like her, because she was trying to make it seem like I'm not in the majority. Like you're the outlier. Right. Okay. Simple enough. Mm-hmm. And I already knew. You know when you do shit on the internet, especially social media, motherfuckers never gonna follow the rules all the way. So I knew those kind of people be people who come with paragraphs or say some stupid shit or say some shit they think is funny and it ain't. But I was already ready to sift through those and just look for the ones who actually respond to the question. I was even ready to delete people who might have said something too ridiculous. Delete, delete, com- <laughs> delete comments who said something too. Cause yes, I'll delete the comments. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a post Nazi. I will delete your comment in a second if that shit is like. So people started answering to them. How you doing? How you doing? Da 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 da. Did know. anybody say how's your day? One person did. Was it the same person? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. It's actually one of our friends. Oh. And I was, I was, I was like, okay, well, at least, you know, there's one other person or whatever. But that is not the moral of my story here. Mm-hmm. You know, I already knew I pretty much was going to win that poll by landslide. One girl comes on, her response to the question is a convo I don't want to have. So already I'm looking like, well, that doesn't answer the question for one. <laughs> That's for starters. But for two, I kind of knew where she was ready to go with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? I got time today. <laughs> so you said I'm going to gauge a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm going to make a, a little, little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm entertaining. I'm going to make a little time today. Looking at my rolling, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. about that time. So I asked her. I said, because that question is a bad thing. Because she put the eye roll about you when she said it. Right. And her response was, it's just lazy texting. H-Y-D-W-Y-D-E-T-C. Which I came at her later about, because I was like, E-T-C is an abbreviation. Yeah, so, what are you saying? So, I mean, she was hit me like, you know what I mean. Nah, nah, nah. If you're going to have the energy, have it consistently. Spell out, et cetera. <laughs> All of that. Because she exactly. But go ahead. So she was like, people be having whole combos like this. Usually it's a. Here's where it really already. I mean, I know she be extra, but here's where she 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 got extra early. She goes, usually it's a guy trying to get at you in the laziest way possible. How the fuck do we get to a man trying to trying to get at you? (laughs) I literally just asked what the fucking letters meant. Somehow, this is about to turn into a guy bashing segment. I agree. I don't know where the turn the, happened. The same way men are cheat too. Because <laughs> you asked me who was taking me on a date. Okay. So then I said, so it only means something if he spells out every word? Because here's the thing. What does HYD translate to to you? How you doing? So do you feel like there's a difference in meaning if I write HYD or how you doing in full words? No. Would your, an, would your answer to my question change based on if I gave you the abbreviation or the spelled out words? No. All right, because it'll still be fine, whatever, right. however you might be doing. Right. kind of how it goes in the English language. I don't know. That's how people work. And she goes, um, no, it's just annoying and never really saying anything of substance. So I say, so wanting to know how someone is doing is annoying and lacking substance. Wait a so I didn't I don't remember that part. So how you doing lacks substance so or H- the HYD and lacks, the, w, the abbreviated text is annoying and, and is never saying really saying anything of substance. Yes. So I say, but isn't it the same, the same thing that if you wrote it out? It really is. So here I am with time on my hands. 
So I said, you know, so wanting to know how someone is doing is annoying and lacking substance. So is that to say you're never concerned with how people are doing? Because the point is, he's asking how you doing. And she goes, no. Oh, here's where she spoke for all the women now. No, no woman wants to be pursued lazily. It's insulting and annoying if a guy thinks he can just text me to death or hit me with an HYD or WYD and gain my interest. He doesn't really care or else he'd make more of an effort to have a conversation with me or quite possibly even pick up the phone. Somehow, somehow, Luchella, we went from, let me scroll back up. We went from a guy trying to get at you in the laziest way possible to then lacking substance and being annoying to... He's pursuing you lazily, and it's insulting. It's insulting, and somehow, by texting HYD, that means he's texting you to death. <laughs> the, how did HYD turn into texting you to death? Wouldn't how you doing <laughs> be more of a texting you right. to death since you wrote it all out? Right. And it also means he doesn't, she put this word in caps lock. It, he doesn't really care. Or he'd make more of an effort to have a conversation with me. Or quite possibly even, pick, we got to pick up the phone now. So why couldn't he be possibly at work and you ran across his mind? Right. Or why couldn't he just be a friend concerned with how his friend is doing? Why does it always have to be about pursuit or courting? I've asked you plenty of times how you doing. Yes, you have. Many women, how they doing. My mother, how you doing? So how you doing? HYD is only associated with courting, with pursuit of women. <laughs> so if a woman ever texts me HYD or WYD, should I automatically assume she wants knitting? <laughs> She's pursuing. Hold up, ma. You pursuing? I didn't even know you liked me. I was going to say, I feel like I've texted you what you doing before. You have. WYD. You have. And, and not once, not once did I think, oh, shit, I know Trey wanted me. <laughs> I was curious. Turn up. Hold <laughs> up. That didn't mean I was on my way over. Right. Like, hey. Right. No. <laughs> Literally. And if I'm asking WID, I would maybe I want to make sure I'm not interrupting some shit. Right. Before, because I've said yeah. to people too. Right. Because if you're doing something, if you say nothing, then it's like, depending on what the situation is, it might be like, I'm about to call you. Yeah, exactly. And you know, because I've had this debate countless times with women who always speak against the HYDW, and they were like, they hate this, you know, feel like it's not going to lead to nothing, or just start texting me, as they say, with substance or what it is you want to. No, because first of all, I might, there might be a reason I want, like you said, I want to know what you're doing. Because then if I know you're free to speak, then I'm going to go in. Or if I want to know how you're doing, because maybe you're not in a good mood. So maybe now is not the time to speak to you. Maybe you're not in the mood to speak. You might have a migraine. Why would I keep talking to you? I still don't understand why you couldn't, why people just sometimes run across your right. mind. And why you just can't say, oh, this person doesn't normally run. Let me check Exactly. On which I've done plenty of times with plenty of people. Like, but no, here's the thing. And again, I'm not up here trying to blanket all women. Not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, because I know some amazing women who are definitely not like this. I know women who don't agree with Matter of fact, you're sitting across the table from me and you don't agree with it. I think it's a case by case. Right. Cases. Some people you want that text from. Right. Now, here's the and thing. And you want it to mean Exactly. And here's the thing. I've come across, I've had debates with so many women. I've had multiple debates with this woman about this topic. And it's like annoying because it's like, how do you not see this? And I was like, you are... And then I hate to say it, a good portion of these women 
are also the same women who I see complaining on social media about the dating game or about men or how they ain't got one or this or they were. You might be running off some of the best things that could happen to you because the motherfucker said HYD because he literally wanted to know how you were doing. How is wanting to know how someone is doing a crime? I would love it when people want to know how I'm doing. I would love it. Especially if it's someone I might be interested in and they text me yeah. how you doing. I'm like, oh, look at that. She thought about me. Cool. That, exactly. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just the fact of, oh, you ran across my mind. Now, again, like I said, that how you doing, the what you doing text, mm -hmm. um, you know, when it comes late at night from somebody you don't want it to come right. from, then it becomes annoying. I see it be Maybe she's getting the how you doing, what you doing text from people that she doesn't want it from right late at night so she's just blanketing everybody into that situation if that's the case then maybe you should check the men that you know right or that you uh, give your time to and it's crazy because <laughs> i feel like the women i'm let's say the women i'm closest with or the women i have the lengthiest conversations with or the constant conversations of most substance usually have hyd wyd in them yeah. More times than like I'm gonna tell you right now. Nine. That's why I always tell women. I said it's funny. I see all these women saying this, but I promise you, I use WYD HYD 98% of the time in my openings after hello. And so you can't text their GM. Never have I gotten backlash. I guess not. And GM is my thing. Yeah. No, I get GM yeah. all the time, and yeah. then I also get you're not gonna say it back. Right. Or again, GM. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So some people I say you're and keep it going like and those be the, those i've never had an issue i've never had one woman say to me this is bullshit or i've never had a woman ignore me because i said that there's always been a like when i started seeing women complaining about this i would purposely start reaching out to women with this to see what they would be in. so have you ever hit this person no with a GM? i have no need to you're not going to no i would be interested to see she would respond well, like matter fact, if i would do it no i'd have to wait till this simmer down because she might be psychotic enough that she'd be like, oh, wait, he's trying to test me. I would do it I like that. I don't know. Time. You should hit her with a GE. No, nah, because then I don't feel like getting an extra conversation. Because <laughs> it's going to be like, yeah. Matter of fact, because no, then I'll be pretty well point because I wouldn't have anything of substance to say to her. <laughs> so, no, we're not giving victories out here. <laughs> we're not giving victories out here. I don't have anything of substance to say. Exactly. So, really, that post went but on. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, music did a whole song about this, mm -hmm. and people loved it. I don't know. Do you remember his song, 143? Go ahead, sing it. The hook. So I'll just say numerically. Yes. From mm -hmm. my heart to you, mm -hmm. 143. Mm-hmm. Which means I love you. Mm-hmm. So are you can't do that? Right. And here's the thing. So she said she just hates when people do it. Well, she said she um, even got, like, a nephew or some shit who texts a short text, and she corrects him on it, right? And... I'm sitting here, here's what bothers me too. Here's the spin on it. We are the ones who blaze the trail for these youngins to text short like this. We started, if you think about it, we started the short text era because we started the text era, really. Mm -hmm. Like, before us, there were pagers and people even had codes on those to say hello and stuff like that. One, four, three. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we were really the first, the cell phone generation, not like the big car phones, the cell phone generation where texting was an actual right. option. And you were abbreviating all through. Then we moved on up into the, the next tells and the smartphones and all of that. That was our generation that created that. 
that blazed that path. So how are you? How are you going to get, get mad at something that we created? You can't tell me in all your, because she's, she's uh, about a year or two older than me, in all your life. Did that get on your nerves all your life growing up? So does she use LOL or emojis? Mm-hmm. She used so, an emoji when she, with the eye roll emoji when she uh, So is that same still difference? not the same yes. thing? Yes, yes. Even when she put the ETC, I said so. Right. And so she was I'm like, saying, nah, because so you know what I mean? No. Nah, at you, this point, you can't use emojis. Yeah. You can't use the LOL. Yeah. You can't, like you said, abbreviate good morning. If that's what you're going to say and that's what you're going to stand by, yeah. then you shouldn't be using you any of that stuff. She uses a As short, a matter of fact, you shouldn't even text. She uses a short, a short, a shortened version of her name. See, and my thing <laughs> is it's stupid because before texting and everything else like that, mm -hmm. what what do secretaries do? Shorthand. Is that lacking substance? Right. What do you think stenographers do? Court <laughs> stenographers. Shorthand. So what I'm saying. So my thing is, so then you know I see when you know I say this in it. Okay, there was a couple of dudes on there that agreed. And I was like, you gonna sit the fuck down too. That agree with what? Saying the how you don't doing like that quote unquote lazy text, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, but it's, it's always gonna be weirdo. That's true, lives. but if you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to use it. Right. But you, how are you gonna get upset with someone? Else? Just you respond back without it. Right. I can't. For example, sometimes it takes me a minute to understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but okay, I'm not. I write back the way right. I write back. And likewise, because only certain people. There's some people who. You know, if I'm if we got a certain relationship or a certain closeness, I'ma hold you to the greeting standard. Like you, like Steph, like mm -hmm. well, I'll be like again, good morning. But like somebody else, they'll just start talking. I still say good morning or greeting, but then I'll just go into whatever I'm talking about, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's like I still did my own thing, even though I don't necessarily agree right. with your own thing. Right. But yeah, you keep it moving. You don't make a whole big thing out of it. No, not out of that. Just you do what you do. Because, again, you can't make anybody do anything different. If mm. it bothers you that much, then don't have the conversation. Right. The fact that you respond responded mm. gave me... You responded. If you don't like it, then don't respond. Mm. So then one day I'm going to text you and say, if I care, mm -hmm. why don't you respond to me? Right. At that point, oh, I don't like when people text me in shorthand. Exactly. Or you just might want to start messing with dudes, a dude who don't have a cell phone. A dude can only call you. Cause like I prefer a conversation over a text. I mean And I and I'll say yeah. and I've said that. But at the same time I'm not like not talking to you and saying, Oh, you're lazy, right. how dare you text me? Yeah, and me too. I'm a conversationalist. Like, you know, I like a balance between but like well, yeah, I like talking anyway on mm -hmm. phone. But especially if I like if I feel like we're gonna have we good for having good conversations, boom. If I like you, boom, you know what I mean? Some people they're just not good on the phone, so I'm like, oh, Okay, we could text, but I'm still open to phone conversation. Right. But if this is, if, if, because <laughs> it really ain't when you break it down, but if this is what your hard stance is, yeah, I'll get you a dude without a cell phone. Because I <laughs> can't see a man in his 40s who grew up in America or whatever, or in any, yeah. you know, uh, first world nation, if you will, that's not going to have some kind of shorthand in this text. I mean, if and it's not to say every word is going to be like, an abbreviation, but some shit but is some, just it, like for my father, who is sixty four years old, um, and texts more now mm -hmm. than what he has in the past. He's always saying, "What does this mean? 
and then he's using it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what standard you're trying. Yeah, my mom's the same way. To be held to. One of the things that blew my mind, because you know my mom's really just got into texting like this year, mm-hmm. kind of sorta, and. And at first, I wasn't using Nitty Speak on her. I was like, damn, she tells But now I use it. But she be catching most. She catches it. She's never been like, what the hell is this, boy? Because I just knew she was going to f- fire me up. Like, what yeah. the hell is this? Like, who raised you? I didn't raise you to run. You know. But now nah, I was like, oh, my God. Okay, I'm here for it. So your mom didn't have to ask you what Christ was? Well, I've never said Christ. Uh, but no, she would not have. She would have known. But I'm sorry. I'm 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 gonna die on that hill because people who follow me on social media and on my friends, I've used that Christ meme and that video so much before I actually started typing the word Christ. <laughs> I expected everybody to know what that meant. Plus, then we, you know you just say it, you know, yeah, like Christ. And I used to, before I even start saying Christ, I used to actually say Jesus Christ. So then I kind of dropped down to the Christ after I figure, okay. People would know what it means now. It's all the content of this. Like, <laughs> if you've been around, you've been around. Well, as you can see yeah. via your Facebook post, mm-hmm. there was several who still had no idea what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And it was sad. <laughs> it was several moments of sadness. <laughs> Let's switch gears now. Yes. Enough about these folk. So, kind of piggybacking on the topic we discussed last week's episode. The Popeye's chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. which of course Popeye said they're pulling now from its menu. Why? Because they keep Cause selling they out of keep them. Keep the demand yeah. and everything. Which, uh, I mean, I'm no business owner or no big business. But that but I would make think, any sense. I would think, well, <laughs> if the demand's that high, wouldn't you just want to increase the yes. supply? I mean, I took economics. I feel like that's how it goes. That's right? how it goes. I mean, oh I, man, it's too much demand. Yeah. I'm just gonna cut this. I never seen Chick Fil A say, "Hey, you know." People, people use Chick-fil-A line, stay around. Stay, stay. But they still be moving in birds, though. So, you know, all right, y'all figured it out. Y'all learned. I mean, all right, let's bulk up the orders now. We see what the people want. You know what I mean? And this, but yeah. either way, that's not the moral story. I'm going to read a headline. And it goes a little something like this. A man sues Popeyes for running out of chicken sandwiches. Only in America. Let me say it again. Man sues Popeyes for running out of chicken sandwiches. This is down in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This is why they're pulling the sandwich. A man claims he spent countless hours, quote unquote, countless hours, finding something else to eat after Popeyes chicken ran out of his <laughs> crispy chicken sandwich this week. <laughs> so he's suing the chain for wasting his time. This was reported by WTVC of Tampa, Florida. And I read it on other news outlets just to make sure. Yo, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. How? Because they didn't have what he wanted to eat. And he had to go. He had to go find himself something else to eat. Mm -hmm. He's suing. So you mean to tell me that the next time I go to McDonald's and the milkshake machine is down, I can now sue them because I had to go to Walgreens and get something to drink? He might have set precedent for you. So... It says the lawsuit, which is seeking $5,000 in damages, <laughs> alleges that Popeyes engaged in false advertising and deceptive business practices by entity to public. His quote, I can't get happy. I have the sandwich on my mind. I can't think straight. <laughs> How did he ever have the sandwich? Nope. Oh, his final <laughs> quote, it just consumes you. 
His name is Craig Barr. He told this to the, to the Times Free Press. Did Craig Barr go to work? He didn't say. Craig Barr found enough time to go down and make this suit, right? He did. Yeah. Then he's not consumed. So Barr said, also, he went as far as to say he answered a quote-unquote blacklist, Craigslist, Craigslist ad from a friend of a man claiming to be a Popeye's worker who said he was selling chicken sandwiches out of the back of the restaurant for $24. Barr said he, the man took his money, but he never received the sandwich. His quote, again, countless time wasted driving to and from Popeye's, no chicken sandwich, was told to come back this day, still no chicken sandwich. You gave a man $24 for a chicken sandwich that you were supposed to come back and get? Right. That, uh, I got a bridge in Manhattan I want to sell you, buddy. And they said, he said, he filed a lawsuit to stand up to quote unquote big corporate. He you need to sue yourself. And he, he, was, he was actually assigned a court date for the end of October. So the courts are even entertaining it. I guess they have to. No, they don't have to because there are courts that say you don't have grounds to sue for certain whatever reasons. So I'm sitting here like, and, I'm, and we've seen where judges have thrown out cases and stuff based on their opinion that it's bullshit, basically. Right. I feel like any judge would have been like, this is bullshit. Because <laughs> clearly this is bullshit. Like, a judge, like, I can't even think of, I'm not a lawyer, but I can't, and I have lawyer friends. I'm sure they come up, but I can't even think of a quote-unquote legally, a legalese way to say that this is bullshit. Like, I would expect the judge to say, you know what? I'm throwing this out on the grounds of this, this is, is bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Just like that, like some shit out of Seinfeld or Kirby, like, this is bullshit. I don't understand. Like, I've been to places, I've been, so when people have items on sale mm -hmm. and you don't make it to the store in time to get the mm -hmm. item that is on sale, I now can sue you because I came to get the item at the time where mm -hmm. no one else had it. Mm -hmm. You don't even have, like that doesn't make any sense. Grocery stores used to give out rain checks because yep. you know, items would go. But even if you had your rain check, if you came back, I'm not thinking, no. if you came back and the item still wasn't there, you just held on to your rain check. Do you know I should be able to sue just about every Caribbean restaurant that I've ever been to. Why? Because they're always out of something. Yes. They're always out of the curry this, the beef patty that, the stew this. They're out of something. A lot of times you be having to settle for your second choice. But I didn't know I was sitting here on this gold mine able to suit. I didn't know. So when I go to a store and they no longer have my dress in their size. Word. I can now sue? Mm-hmm. I should be able to sue most Every sneaker store in the nation, because you know how hard it is to find my shoes. I know. <laughs> At five thousand dollars a pop, I get my shoes custom made. <laughs> custom made. Y'all, this is crazy. We, you should really ask some of your legal friends on that. Like, what is the actual grounds that people have? And matter of fact, legal friends, if you listen to this podcast when it's out, feel free to hit me on social media. Hit hit Nutrell on social media. Text me, call me, whatever you, however you can reach out to me and let me know what the grounds are. So, I will give you one guess. I will give you one guess as to this man's racial identity. I already know. Because it's the ways of white folk. Yeah, like. The caucasity is real. That it was even entertaining. Yes. And that brings us to the segment, Sir, Why Are You Here? <laughs> 
Why are you here? You know why? Because only in America can you get away with bullshit like this. <laughs> That's crazy. You can't tell me. So the little that. boy gets assault charges for exactly. playing dodgeball, mm -hmm. and they're entertaining your court case because Popeyes ran out of chicken when you wanted to eat it. Can't no white American ever tell me this ain't the land of milk and honey for them. I don't care what their socioeconomic status is. Yeah. I don't care what that your socioeconomic <laughs> status is. This is the land of milk and honey for white folk. Because black folk couldn't give it. No, you couldn't. We could not. I mean, let's take it all the way back to when, uh, speaking, remember you were talking about Mickey D's and ice cream machine was down? Yeah. Remember when the lady sued Mickey D's because the coffee was too hot? Because the coffee was too hot. Yeah, one big one. Yes. The big settlement. And then Mickey D's had to actually, like, I guess, put a cap on, I guess, the, the, the temperature to which they boil their water because of this. I mean, boiling water is hot. <laughs> if whether it's too, well, is coffee is normally boiling? Yes, when they get it, or is it just hot? No, it's just hot. Okay, but you already right. know it's, it's hot. Hot enough to burn. Right? Yes, that's, that's how why you like don't it. just. That's why you get a little sip. You yeah, you get a right? So my thing is, whether it's a hundred twenty degrees or three hundred degrees, that motherfucker's hot. It's still hot. <laughs> so yes, but she won six figures monies in that, right? She did, and it, you know. And I feel like shit like that opens the door for shit like this. It does. But that shit that the the, the, the caucasity gets away with. And they do. Because I'm just trying to sit here and think of all the things that I could sue for that nobody would take me serious about. Mm -hmm. I would be in the news looking like a clown mm -hmm. if I was to do something yeah. like that. My whole story would be portrayed mm -hmm. as clownish. Speaking of this, speaking of caucasity, let's talk about white people for a second. Oh, yeah. You know, you know I always tell people... Uh, Especially because now that we live in a world of cancer culture, should I have actually make it and blow up? It's not going to last long, so I got to try to milk that cow while it's yes. there because these old tweets, these old shows, these old posts, oh, they're going to come back to haunt me. Yes. And white people are going to get me out of here, you know, um, amongst other people. So. But you got to say your thing. Yeah, I'm about to. Okay. So the views are, actually, you know, I kind of don't because I do have the disclaimer at the end of the show every time now. It's like already pre-recorded. But I'm going to go ahead and say the views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those of solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of this program, uh, Nitty in the City podcast, or any of its affiliates. So, all right. Speaking of, we're going to talk about, I guess they call it microaggressions? Well, you tell me if it's a microaggression or not. But, you know, I went like, People say, like, we always say, like, when it's summertime, when it's about to get hot, white people don't start saying shit when you get a tan, like, oh, I'm darker than you now. Or, yeah. You know, or, and this is actually going to be a, another segment coming up, so it's going to be great. Or, one of the cardinal sins, comparing black people to monkeys. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. So, wait, we're not even going to get there. We're going to get there, but that's not where I'm at just yet. Yeah. But that's coming. But we know that's one of So, now, here's the thing. First of all, let me ask you a question. Because mm -hmm. I don't think it's a, I don't know if there's a, of course it's all unofficial, unwritten rules, but does that rule just apply to black people? Or is that all Being brown Being called people? a monkey? Or is that all brown people? I would probably say all brown people. Okay. I, I mean, I think it specifically refers to black people, mm -hmm. but I would probably so, just leave it with all brown people. So, you know, I've always, you know, like I said, I've always, you know, like you said, I, I put that as a strike to a black people, right? Uh, never really gave much thought to other brown people because, well, I guess I've never seen that happen. Either. Right. So I'm at work. At work one day, and 
you know, I, one thing I do or don't do, I mean, I'm friendly at work and I'm sociable. More times than not, I don't get too friendly, if you will, right. for lack of a quote-unquote, with those of other persuasions because we're white people. Because, I'm sorry, white people like to get carried away. Yeah. You give them an inch, they take a mile. Next thing you know, they're saying, what up, my nigga? You know what I mean? Like, and all you did was, like, say, what up, bro? And all of a sudden, they take that. Oh, you call me bro? Must be my nigga then. Shit like that, right? <laughs> Shit like that. So, got a, got a couple supervisors. And it's three supervisors in my department. They kind of intertwine their forces, if you will. It's like no one main supervisor each has them. Right. So, two are white. There's a white lady, a white man, a white Italian guy, and then a Filipino guy. Okay. The Filipino guy is brown. He's the brown one. Mm -hmm. And so, the one manager, one man, she was saying how, you know, the three of them, she feels like, I guess, because they, they, you know, people are goofy at work mm -hmm. a little bit, jokes, but in addition to, aside from jokes and stuff, people are just goofy over there. So she says, you know, she, I heard her making the analogy to someone else, but I was in the area. And she was saying it loud. I guess she, her, but she wants to be a comedian, I guess. She was like, she feels like there were three ring circus, or there were the three of them. And she said she feels like she is the ringmaster, the other white guy is the clown, and the Filipino guy is the monkey. So I'm standing there. Like, I was one of those things where I was in the background, kind of just chilling, like leaning. And when I heard her say that, I kind of stood up, like my head popped up. I stood up a little straight. Because now I looked at him to see what he's going to say or what anybody else is going to say. There's a few people there. So nobody else really better than I, right? I looked at him and he kind of laughed and was like, hey, yeah. Like, not even like an uncomfortable laugh. Well, at least it didn't seem uncomfortable. Right. I can't speak to how he felt. But he seemed like he went along with it fine. That put me in a dilemma. Because that's when I asked, does that rule, that sin only apply to black people? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if that was a black person, like straight up African, oh, African-American, even if that man didn't say a word, I would have said a fucking word. Right. And I would be like, hold the fuck up now, you know. So he went along, I'm like, damn, well, what do I do? What do I do? Can I do anything? Yeah. Am I yeah. like, because it's going to be like, well, there you're not. I didn't say it to a black friend, which to a degree makes sense. I mean, you really should be, I well, I mean, you should be calling people monkeys anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, but why is that person the animal? Right. Everybody else is a person. Yeah, I'm a ringmaster. I'm the yeah. animal. So it kind of blew over, right? So I had tech, my one, one co worker who I'm tight with there. You know, I texted and I was telling her about it. I was like, yo, I wasn't sure what he used. She was like, yeah, I can dig it. But she was like, you know what, if I was there, because she, she'll tell you about something. She was like, I would have said to her, so monkey's the best you could come up could have come up with? And I was like, damn, I wish I thought of that shit. Yeah. That, that was, was gold. That's a good response. That was gold. That, that is a good response. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, okay, so in a situation like that, you said the person mm -hmm. was Filipino. So would it have been more offensive, I guess, if she was like, oh, I'm the ringmaster, he's the clown, and... You are the worker? I don't know. Would that have been more offensive? I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess for one, we had to know what's quote unquote racially offensive to, I guess, that culture. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, I guess, with that culture, people normally put them in like the, I don't want to say slave because it's not a slave. Um, 
what is it called? It's another word for it. Like a surf kind of? Yeah, like a surf mm-hmm. um, type of person. Mm-hmm. So would that have then have been offensive? Right. But either way, it was just, I don't, I don't know. I mm-hmm. think just saying, oh, I feel like we're a three ring circus would have been enough. Yeah. And you could have that. Yeah, your point would have gotten across. And she used that same analogy at another given time. After that, Kaya, and my and that's why I say I don't business with white folk, but so much because here's my thing. Now, I uh, in my mind, this is just my thinking. I can't speak to what's going on in her mind, but in my mind, oh, okay, he let it ride. You know, a little risque. She might. You had to have thought that was kind of risky. She, he let it ride. She's she gonna try again, and he let it ride again, right? But now she's gonna attempt it. Yeah, because don't start looking at with me the, with the other. I'm gonna tell you right now. You come over and say, mmm. I might have to cuss you the fuck out. You might have just be saying, so money is under the dresser. Like, you know how I mean? Oh, shit, my bad. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think you're a bitch, bitch. But, <laughs> you know, bitch, like, you my bitch. Because, you know, we we a three pimp circus. I'm the pimp, you're the bitch. Uh, no. <laughs> but, but, I, guess, I guess that's a try. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Halloween anyway. Shut the fuck up. Because that's what I hate about white people. Every Halloween, white people always be, so what you going to be on Halloween? You should be a pimp. Why the fuck should I be a pimp? <laughs> you should be a fucking Klansman. How about that? You should be a school shooter. The fuck you mean I should be a pimp? <laughs> you, should be, you should be a school shooter. What? Exactly. Exactly. See how offensive it is? It's the, it's the same offense I take. Growing up, people are saying you would be a great pimp. What would make me a great pimp? I never, matter of fact, matter of fact, you ain't never, yeah, most of these people that would say this shit, they would never even see me with women. <laughs> I can even say somebody, you know how people say if they see you with a bunch of women, like, all right, you pimping out here or something. Never, but somehow, the only black guy in the room would be the good pimp, huh? Yo, that's hilarious. I- <laughs> Yo, and like, literally, when I tell you, New Charlotte, it happens every year. Like, you should be the pimp. From, from the age of like fucking 17 to like 30. Somebody would say it. Somebody, wherever I was, would say it. And at you know, at a young age, I didn't think about it much, you know. But right. as you get old, you start becoming more kind. Of like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, you start understanding more. What that's, people yeah, say that's me. all y'all think of me. That's all y'all see me as. <laughs> fuck out of here. Kiss my black ass. I'm educated over here. Yeah, so why I'm are you here? Pimp. Yeah, <laughs> this shit says University of Delaware, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, show me the show me the pimp with that. Come on. <laughs> No, no shade to pimps, but come on. But that's not your life. Yeah, and stop assuming every black man got to be some kind of pimp or something to do with some kind of over-sexualization or something of women and this and that, all kinds of stuff. Nah, we're not doing this today. <laughs> so yeah, if y'all listening to this, of course, you know, Anchor does have a feature where you can leave a voicemail mm-hmm. with your questions, comments, and thoughts. I would like y'all to do that, or you can even, again, hit me up on social media after the fact and let me know your thoughts on that whole monkey situation. Is it a black thing? Is it a black and brown thing? Like, because again, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a, I guess it was enough to at least make me feel uneasy. Yeah. About, sure, so that's bad enough. To even have the conversation with someone else. You know, I guess you just kind of want to know where you stand. Because, see, that's the thing too. I would have hate to jump in for him and then he says some shit like, nah, that doesn't offend us or that, you know, that, this, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's not our thing. Yeah. It's your thing. Exactly. 
All right, because if I'm going to jump in, because that means I'm risking shit now at this point. Yeah. So I need to make sure my strong is called, my cause is strong. Well, that's that's why your friend's response was so perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. That was perfect. That was the best animal you yeah. could have chose. That's the best thing that's you could have chose. That's the best thing you could come mm-hmm. up with. Yep. So uh, did you hear about the story? Yeah, so we're going to get to that in a second. So I do want to say, but again, because then now you said it twice. And that makes me get even more distant. Mm-hmm. So when they be saying shit to me, or oh, she be trying to crack jokes, I can tell she be trying to crack shit to make me laugh. And I just sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do it to a lot of people at their job. Actually, you know, <laughs> you know, some of them it's just corny. I don't want them to think you know it's gooch. And I know they be, I know they have to be looking sideways because then when my homegirl coming up, yo, we be chatting. And I'm like, hey, da, 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 da. come around now, I'll be good. So yes, let's move on now. <laughs> Speaking of monkeys, there was a news anchor. And she, it was a white woman and mm-hmm. a black man. They were co-anchors um, down in Oklahoma, and there were the, the the station was doing the show was doing a piece on a zoo, a local Oklahoma zoo, mm-hmm. an Oklahoma City zoo, and they were showcasing a gorilla. And the anchor, her name is Alex Houston. She said she compared the gorilla at the zoo to her colleague Jason Hackett, who was the co-anchor at the end of a feature. Her words kind of looks like you. So, which his response was actually you know, a lot of people don't. His response was, "Yeah, he kind of does." I know. I heard that, and I was like, and "What do you like, mean? What the fuck? Why did you agree to that?" Yeah, even though it was an uncomfortable moment, you, you ain't know what to say. Even if you had to do that, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even say her. Exactly, I'm saying you know, like, some people can't handle like how the guy. Some people can't, but yeah, nah, that should have been like it would have been silent. That would have been, or it'd be like, oh, what you say? Like I might have had to come out of character, like my man who the bug flew in his yeah. mouth. Got me out, this motherfucker, fucking flies and shit. I wonder what he would have said if she was like, you look like a monkey. He'd be like, bitch, what? Then they had to go boo. <laughs> That dead sound, you had that awkward, like, awkward. Like, like that uh, stand out with Diddy and the dude on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Just been awkward on radio or TV. So, of course, there was a lot of backlash from that. You know, it happens instantly, right? In digital era. So, the next morning, she gave this tearful apology and basically she said something offensive, and that was never her intent. She knows she hurt more than just him, she hurt a community, and da 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 da. Let me t- let me tell you something. And see, this is my thing, white folk. It's twenty my fault. It's twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. You know good and damn well some shit that just shouldn't be said. Yep. You know good and damn well. And like I said, monkey is one of them motherfuckers. Yeah, granted, on this podcast, I had to question whether it applies to more than black folk. But one thing everybody knows is it applies to black folk. Right. It's, it's a sin against black folk. When I heard the story, I was like I said. I was upset with what she said, but I was more upset with what his response was. Yes, that pissed me off. Cause now, here's my thing. Let's say it wasn't on TV. Let's say it was in a situation like me and my job. She would have took that and ran with it. Yeah. Cause white folk love getting carried away with shit. He, she would have took that and ran with it. He would have been the, the comfy gorilla. I'm full now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I done ate like seven of these brownies. Oh, okay. <laughs> he he would have been a company gorilla for the rest of his career. Yes. And and the one day he might have decided to speak out on it. They'd be like, but wait, Bob, Jason, uh, we've been calling you gorilla forever. You always good with it. What happened now? Like, 
Did you start reading like Malcolm X books? Like I don't like nah. Like no, I really did question him though. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to see what he looks like. Yeah. And I, I wonder what his circle is. <clears throat> he's to blame too. That he said, yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, you don't so, let that ride. Man, even though, even if you weren't like even if you weren't black, mm-hmm. somebody just compared you to a gorilla. Right. And you're like, yeah, I do look like a gorilla. They didn't say you were strong as a gorilla. No, you looked like the fucking gorilla. Like, yes. you, you've heard a man be called strong as an ox or something. Right. Nobody ever said you look like you strong as an ox or you big as an ox. Like, nah, you ain't just gonna tell right. me. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Even that in itself yeah. to me is weird. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about yourself already? That you allowed somebody right. to say you look like a gorilla and you say, you know what, I do look like a gorilla. Exactly. Thank and you. And I'm gonna tell you right now. All bets are off of monkeys, white people. It is. Don't compare me to no monkey. Yeah. Like Don't compare me to no monkey. Don't compare me to no roach. Right. Like. And it's crazy because you know, like, you know, Red Man, he had this line, it was like, because Red Man, he makes monkey references. And like, he had a song called Let Those Monkeys Out. You hear like monkey stuff back. Or he had a bar where he's like, if you're going to be a monkey, be a gorilla, right? So coming from Redman with his boss, he's just saying, like, be a beast of the... the right, the, right. But, again, Redman can do it because, for one, we already know what it is and we know where he's coming from. A white person could... Eminem couldn't have them boss. He couldn't. Eminem, that would have been career suicide if Eminem had them Eminem boss. said that. You were 100% correct. So white people, if, 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 oh, my God, if monkey comes anywhere near your brain, just eject it. Just inject it. Matter of fact, if somebody's doing a piece on monkeys and your co-anchor's black, black, I don't want to do this story. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't do this Matter story. Matter of fact, I'm a, yeah, do you want to do you want to do the story? Because I don't want to do this story, Jason. I mean, if you want to, I wouldn't even say I'll defer to you. I'd be like, what the fuck you mean? I'd be like, you know, man, who cares about the gorillas? Let's talk yeah. about the cheetahs. Yeah, there's other animals yeah, there's in the zoo. We're yeah. not talking about, like, it's not a piece on gorillas. Yeah. It's not like gorillas I, are becoming extinct yeah. in Oklahoma. Yeah. Let's talk about this. I just want to avoid monkeys altogether because it's just, it's too, the eggshells are heavy here. So, and you know, I don't, I don't feel for her white tears. Her white tears didn't move me. Right. You knew you fucked up. And honestly... You crying because of the backlash that came. You probably knew your job was on the line. I'm sure the producer was like, mm-hmm. what's her name? The producer was like, Alex, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. You called him a gorilla on national fucking television? What the fuck? Yep. Do you want to work in media? And the thing that's What funny, are you going to do next? Insult the gays? <laughs> I know, right? And the thing that's funny is I actually like monkeys. Like, I, I like them because they're silly. Mm-hmm. So I like, you know, the little silly, playful monkeys. Mm-hmm. I really do. And, um, you know, I myself, like, they're like, oh, you have to come up with a team or something like that. Mm -hmm. I might say, like, Team Monkey. Um, But I don't say that. First of all, I I watch my company that I would say that in, first Mm -hmm. of all. Um, But second of all, again, that's still something that you should know that you can't do. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. Exactly. Matter of fact. It's like saying the N-word. Yes, it you is. can't do it. Just like it's a family member. All right, uh, he's a mixed race, black and white parents, and his parent. Uh, yeah, I guess it was his birthday, Christmas. Oh, some some gift giving thing, and they bought him like some pajamas and stuff. And one of the pajamas was a onesie with mad monkeys on it. And I was looking like, hold up now. It came from the white side of the thing. Uh-huh. I'm like, hold the fucking phone. 
They get what the fuck they mean. I said, I said what the fuck they mean about him some monkey shit. And I'm like, nah, this ain't flying. I looked at my mama, she's like, yeah, I don't like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up now. It was funny because one of my friends I was telling her about it and she was debating with me about it because she said she don't see the problem. It was just a thing for a kid. I was like, nah, bro. You got to watch the stuff that you give yeah. to and people. Then, but you know, this particular friend, you know, she's Puerto Rican. So I said, maybe you just can't relate like I can relate. Yeah. Like that, but no, yeah. you got to watch. This ain't flying. The certain things nah, that you yeah, give you, to people. You're supposed to smooth walk away from the monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, no. You yeah. don't. Yeah. I just, yeah, there's certain things that you just need to know your audience and know what you should and yeah. do. And that's just. Plenty of other pajamas in the world. Mad one like, B. I wouldn't give. Let's say there was a, a, a same-sex couple who adopted a kid mm. or something like that. Let's say it was two men and they adopted a little boy and they were having a birthday party. I wouldn't then go out, no matter how cute I thought the pajamas were, and buy a little boy <laughs> pajamas that says flaming or flames. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not getting... It has I'm a whole not, bunch of fire flames I'm, all over. I'm not getting fairy PJs. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm just not. Even if they're like, oh, it's okay, you know... We teach our kid to be gender neutral. Oh, nah, okay. bro. It won't come from mm-hmm. me. Nope. I'm going to be gift neutral. Here you go. Yeah. Get this umbrella. Bad <laughs> <Mad> umbrellas. <laughs> you ain't even getting purple rain. You just getting umbrellas. You just getting umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. But now, I just, like I said, I just, I, in that story, like I said, I was upset with the, the, the girl for her comment, mm-hmm. but I was more upset with the man and his response. Exactly. Yeah. I was now, like, that took me. We're going to keep in the tradition of co-worker follies. And we're going to talk about how back in May, May 25th, that was like Memorial Day weekend or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a man in Westchester, uh, no, a man in West Manchester, uh, out in York, PA, mm-hmm. York, PA area, he was arrested <laughs> for hitting his supervisor over the head with a keyboard at his job. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Before I read any further into this, you know, before before I even clicked on the article, I, I already in my mind figured who this, what the hue of the supervisor was. Yeah. Cause let me tell you, it's it's something different when somebody hits you with a keyboard. <laughs> that's shit. No, that's different shit right there. I'm trying to think. That's really I'm fed up with this bullshit. It is because most keyboards are connected yeah. so that supervisor either had to be really close or yeah. that person was really fed up and really strong and just pulled that yeah. shit out of the thing exactly. to and, hit you with it and you pushed him to his last nerve because i mean you know <laughs> we both said some outlandish shit when boss got her man i wish i could just bash him with this coffee cup or oh, i've had i've said i wish i could just slap him with this keyboard but it was so outlandish something you never think is going to happen so then i clicked on the article uh-huh. And they showed the mugshot of the man who's arrested. It's a, a, a Latino man, Hispanic man. Um, so here's where we're going. So police were dispatched to it was a FedEx facility to the Janco FedEx in York for an assault that occurred. The reporting party said uh, called the incident and they told the police no EMS was needed. They said when officers arrived on the scene, they met with the victim. Mm-hmm. That said, he was a supervisor for 22-year-old Nestor Reyes Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and the man who was alleged, who was the man who was allegedly responsible for the assault. It said the victim told the police that he approached Rodriguez and advised him. Here's his words: He advised him of his duties he wanted him to complete. 
Rodriguez then became confrontational with the supervisor, eventually picking up a computer keyboard and hitting the supervisor in the side of his face and head. Rodriguez also, because you thought the keyboard was something, Rodriguez also used a handheld barcode reader to strike the supervisor in the side of the face and head as well. <laughs> the supervisor did not have any visible injuries other than some red marks on both sides of his face and head. Officer spoke with Rodriguez using a translator as he did not speak English. And he told police that he was having a bad day and had been under a lot of pressure with work. He also said that the supervisor had threatened to fire him in the past due to work-related issues. They said Rodriguez was cooperative with the police and was advised through the interpreter not to have any contact with the victim. And Rodriguez was charged with one count of simple assault and one count of disorderly conduct and one count of harassment. Let's break this down, Nutrella. Okay. We're going to break this down. I have some thoughts. Because clearly, this is only one side of the story told. Mostly, partly doing part to the fact that Mr. Rodriguez didn't speak, speak English. Doesn't speak English. Because first of all, I don't care how bad of a day anyone has had. I feel like in the history of work, if a boss merely came to you and I quote, <laughs> advised you of the duties they wanted you to complete. Yeah. You're not just going to haul off on with a keyboard and, and then and beat them with the barcode bar scanner. <laughs> this man is legendary. These are legendary weapons. You got to be driven past a certain point. Like, you ever saw the movie Falling Down starring Michael Douglas? No. Well, Michael Douglas was basically the guy who had it one day. And the world was just coming down on the show. He had his wife. Dick the Mobile and his divorce, wouldn't let him see his kid. His boss was a dickhead. People were being racist. He was a white man, but he didn't like people being racist. All of that shit. He had it. He just went around, started shooting shit up, blowing shit up with bazookas, like fucking shit up. Because he had it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he was just a regular mild man, a suit and tie, accountant type guy. His boss did not advise him of his duties. His <laughs> boss was talking to him crazy that day. He was talking to him crazy. In that movie. Yeah. So you ain't going to tell me this boss <laughs> wasn't talking to him crazy. Because see, here we are. Here's what I'm thinking when I read this. This happened in May, April right. May 2019. That means this happened during Trump era. Right. This happened during MAGA. This happened during ICE invasion. Yeah. Or the setting up. This happened during Build That Wall. And I guarantee you. <laughs> this supervisor was white. I put the whole bristle up. This supervisor was white. It was probably talking to this man all kinds of ways. Thought he didn't understand because exactly. he don't speak English. Exactly, but the same way we probably understand certain Spanish cussings like puta and all them other shits, bendejo and all of that. He probably heard, he probably heard, probably heard some wild shit like fuck, fucker or something more. He might even said some wild shit like and I'm not using this myself. He might have called him a spick or some wild shit like that. Yeah. Anything. Stupid, uneducated, something yeah. like anything. Yeah, anything. And he's like, who, who, kid? <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. Or he, matter of fact, let's say he truly didn't understand English. I, I guarantee, I wouldn't even put the bristle up that this man put his hands on uh, Mr. Rodriguez. Pushed him or something or just trying yeah. to grip him. And because he was feeling mad and bold, mad and powerful. Right. Probably forget he, this, this little... Far and this ignorant, this immigrant need this job. Because again, you don't just get up and grab keyboards and barcode scanners. <laughs> I never thought about using barcode scanners as a weapon, and I've worked in retail and I've worked in the warehouse. <laughs> I'm trying to think how fast he did this because if he like smacked him with the keyboard, 
He had to immediately just follow up with the barcode thing, like yeah, right. Yeah, they'll probably each other. No, he probably maimed them with the keyboard, like beat them to where the man was so and couldn't move. And then the man he was like, couldn't have because he only had the one mark. Yeah, so the man was that didn't mean he wasn't in pain. That that's true. So they see that pat pat. Okay, spice pat pat, and think about it. I just feel like if I'm fed up and I'm frustrated to the point where I need to release. It's just, it's just a after whatever I have near me is like bam, yeah. bam, bam. Mm -hmm. So I'm, that's when that I could be the case too. What happened? But in all of that, he still showed her strength. Yeah, because you normally don't just hit him like once or twice. Yeah, so, like once you get the keyboard status, now nah, you going for. Yeah, that's not like you said. So what? It's according to that, it sounds like he hit yeah. the man twice. Unless the keyboard and broke and then, over his face, <laughs> and then sat down and waited for the cops to get. Yeah, there. and plus yeah, he was cooperative with the cops. Like yeah, you said, he waited because it took, probably took the cops a minute to get there. Right. But I was like, all right, whatever. We could, we could, we could air this out with the cops because I know I was in the right. So he sat there, waited for the cops, cooperated with the cops while you gave the story of this mm -hmm. maniac, basically. Yeah. He just wild. He just wild out because I told him he had to do his job. Because I'd want to know your exact fucking words. Because it wasn't I advised him of his duties. I wanted him to complete. <laughs> and then because oh yeah so when you done can can you go over there and put them boxes in the truck what boxes in the truck back there huh <laughs> that shit don't work like that <laughs> I worked for UPS yeah when they told me when they told me to go put load up a truck guess what the fuck I did I loaded up a fucking truck <laughs> and they said yo you got that was tasks I didn't even necessarily want to do because it was annoying. We need you to grab the nets, open out the nets, and net this cargo up. Netting, for those who don't know, is very, a very, a very um, tedious task. Okay. And it can take a long time. I never was like, yo, fuck this job. It started beating on motherfuckers. You know, I was like, damn, this is bullshit. But I went and netted the motherfuckers. You went into the, the burning building. Yeah. Go get the <laughs> what? <laughs> to a motherfucking, yeah, I'm going to see the safety of the fucking... Patrons, <laughs> I'm gonna go see to the to these patrons and so shit. So when you go back to work, you grab that keyboard you and know what you mean? beat that that supervisor. Yo, for telling I, you to go back in there. Everywhere I work right now is keyboards available. I'm and not, when they ask you why you did it, you tell them because Popeyes don't got no more chicken. Because Popeyes don't got no more chicken, <laughs> and I can't sue because I'm black. That's all I had left. All I had left was this fucking keyboard, and I finished it off with the mouse. <laughs> That's what happened. I was at a full time job. I was minding my business, doing my work, and my boss came in and gave me my pay stub, and I just couldn't take it no more. Because I, no I, I was thinking about them spices and herbs that I couldn't get. I was consumed. Hell, I was consumed. I couldn't get my mind off of it. Popeyes and they false advertisers drove me to it. And then when I was done with my day job. I went to my night job and they got three computers, so that's three keyboards. Guess what I had? A triple fucking header. <laughs> the motherfucker had the nerve to me to say hi to me. And I beat the shit out of him with that keyboard. It was it was letters everywhere. Letters everywhere. His teeth look like a space bar now. That's my defense, Your Honor. And you better give me my day in court, because this man over here is suing for five thousand dollars. For the same chicken sandwich that I was thinking about. That you were thinking about. Hell yeah. Nah. So to to Mr. Rodriguez, let me get this, let me respect, put some respect on his whole name. To Mr. Nestor Reyes Rodriguez, I salute you, sir, because I know he drove you to that shit. And sometimes, what there was the commercial used to say, I'm mad as hell and I'm not I can't I'm not I gonna take, take it, it anymore. anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? This motherfucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was J.G. Wentworth out here. <laughs> I want my money now. <laughs> now. Eight, seven, seven. Smash now. <laughs> and you got to, Matt, I'm going to tell you right now. Especially because, you know, in them, like, warehouse type situations, people are very casual. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen managers get cussed out. People threaten to fight them and shit. Like, and managers get bucked, too. Mm-hmm. So I know the supervisor is getting roasted at work every day for getting snack with that keyboard. <laughs> Especially if you got some black coworkers around there. Yeah. Oh, you got to come over here with that energy? Just touch a keyboard. You're probably in your head going to be spinning like the exorcist, bitch. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers probably coming in just hitting the keyboard, man. That's, uh, <laughs> that's something I would do. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's something I would do. I'm just a dairy. Just start coming at a mad aggressive with a barcode scam. Like, no, I just scanned this envelope right here. What you jumping for? <laughs> so, yeah, that really happened. And what I want to wrap this up on, well, this final topic I want to bring up. It's an actual question I had. Okay. Um, now, this is not a question, you know, about whether I believe or, believe, you know, this is not, it's literally legitimately a question that came to my mind either <laughs> today or earlier this week. I think it might have been yesterday. And, you know, oftentimes people talk about when they leave, when they part with this earth, when they transition, mm-hmm. the memories they would like to leave or the legacy they would like they to leave, leave behind. Yeah. And the legacy is not, you know, I know some people, they, they talk about their legacy, they talk about their kids, but there's other people, they just talk about, like, the legacy they need, like, mm-hmm. you know, what are they going to be remembered for? Mm-hmm. This, that, the other. You don't want to have a bad image. You want people to talk good about your stuff, right? And my question is, are you, and I guess this could be to you or just in general, are you... Or should you be really worried about your rep or your legacy when you're gone? And I ask that just for the simple fact that, well, you're gone. <laughs> you're not should here. you really care about what happens after that? I mean, I guess you're, I understand what you're saying. I guess maybe it's a figurative thing mm-hmm. for people to attempt to do better while alive. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You're not, you're not here. So whatever your legacy is or is not you're you're not here so do you believe in afterlife i do all right now what are your thoughts of afterlife do you feel like you as you are a trail now come to afterlife let's say because you believe in heaven heaven yes. hell mm-hmm. you're in heaven mm-hmm. and do you believe that you'll still be trail of the same mind that left the earth like i still remember everything i was on earth and then you'll be like looking no, down know. on living people like oh, okay Oh, that's how they talking about me? Damn, I wish I could do something about that. No, I don't think that at all. Like, I've never thought that. Like, I feel like, you know, the afterlife or whatever, you know, once I make it to heaven, I don't, I, I guess it's kind of like you're not consumed with earthly things anymore because mm-hmm. I'm not there. Right. So, you know, like, I go to visit South Carolina all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm not consumed with what's going on in South Carolina because I'm not there. I'm in Delaware. Mm-hmm. So I guess it would be, you know, kind of the same thing. Like, I'm I'm somewhere else now. I'm con- I'm concerned about the life that I'm living where I'm at now. Yeah, and I, you know, because I, I often hear people talk about the legacy they want to leave behind or the memories, and mm-hmm. I'm like, should you give like this? Like you said, I get it. Like I believe in like you said, living in the here right now. Right. Because for one, no man's promised tomorrow. Right. Could all be gone, just like that. Right. So enjoy life as you have it. I'm not saying 
don't live like there's no tomorrow, you know, still pay your bills and shit, whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> but also kind of live like there's no tomorrow because it might not be. So shoot that shot, you know. I mean, I guess guy. I look at it like, okay, in my current position, you know, I would love to be able to get, you know, like teacher of the year for mm-hmm. the school and then eventually the district and maybe even the state mm-hmm. one day. Like, for me, I feel like that would be a legacy I want to leave as an educator. Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. But I want that to happen while I'm alive. I want to be able to, like like you, and you were the first ever mentor of the year. Right. Right? I wasn't the first ever. I was the first back-to-back mentor. You was the first back-to-back mentor of the year. Okay. So, but that's that's a legacy that you have. Right. And you can enjoy that right Mm -hmm. now. You know, once you move on or something like that you you once you move on in life that you're not going to be up in heaven like yeah i wonder yeah. do they remember that like you you know what yeah. i mean because it's even st- i want my legacies for about the things i'm right. doing now and it's even little stuff i think about like often i will say often but i've thought from time to time like if i were to die you know let's say unexpectedly like of course it's always unexpected pretty much but right let's say tomorrow even right and you know i can imagine like with my popularity, whatever, the church would be packed out, whatever, you know, out the walls, not to blow my horn, but let's keep it funky, right? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and claim that. You know it's going to happen. They're coming, they're coming from all over. It's going to be like an elder statesman died, yo. I'm out here, I'm out here in Delaware You're putting You're going to have on. to do a tour? Yeah, you know I mean? I mean, it won't give me all that, but I know that church, everybody ain't getting in the church that day. I don't care what church you use, everybody ain't getting Everybody's in. Everybody's not getting in. Okay. So, and I imagine it would be the good words, the kind words, the tears, you know, all the people that love me. <laughs> Which, of course, is bittersweet because, like, I'm glad there's a kind of love. It's like, damn, I'm dead, right? What, right, yeah. But that's as my mind is thinking about it now from the living. But then if I'm gone, I won't. Technically, you won't regardless, I guess, of what your belief system is, because I haven't heard one yet where, you know, but no, I'm not going to lie. I've heard people say, I'm sure such and such is looking down upon us now. You know, rejoicing, da 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 da. But I feel like, uh, I don't I know. I think that's I, just something somebody said. Yeah, because I don't think I would know that's happening. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it would be dope to see everybody. Oh, damn, I ain't know that kid. Oh, shit, you showed up? Yo, I mean, you can ha- do fuck that you. As- get, get him out my church. Get him out my service. You can do that as a birthday party. They did it on Marlin. No, nah, I'm not doing that shit. You're turning 40. Okay. No, nah, I'm not doing that shit. What? Fake man, do a death party? <laughs> they did it on Martin, you said? Um, Marlon. Mar- oh, I never watched that show. Yeah. No, I'm not doing whatever. Go ahead, tell me what that shit is about. What it that? was he for his. It uh, might have been his 40th birthday party. Mm-hmm. He decided he wanted to hear the flowers that people uh, have for him now. So his birthday party was a funeral service for him. Oh no, you can give me the flowers without giving me a funeral service. You can still. I believe because I believe in giving people flowers while yeah, they can still And you know, shout out. This is when I always say stuff like I miss the old Kanye. Because he had a bar on Big Brother, which was his ode to Jay-Z. Uh-huh. And that's what he, That's the first time I ever heard, people never get the flowers while they can still smell them. Right. And that's one of the songs where, when I, that was the first time I ever heard that line, and I never forgot it. And it always stuck with me since then. And that Big Brother came out, that might have been on graduation, was it, the second album? Yeah. That's yeah, it was the but second that album. Because that line was so real, because I was yeah. like, damn, you right. So, shout out to the God Kanye for that, Mr. O Kanye. But it's like, 
You can give me them flowers without going that short. I, we, let's not manifest this, is what I'm saying. Right. Because I do believe in manifestation. <laughs> and I feel like to do all that, that's almost like manifesting it. I feel like. And that shit, I, if I did that, then if I died next to it, it's like, y'all used up all y'all good ammo. It's going to be a repeat now. <laughs> be like, oh, I already heard that. Yeah. I heard that before. I feel like, see, so for me, something that I wouldn't mind doing, and I'm like toying with the idea of having a party for my 40th or going away. Mm-hmm. And. What I wanted was, um, I wanted a roast. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, because you know, you come and you make fun of the person and it's all in love. But to me, I feel like you're, you're, you're really getting how they feel about you. And not like, not the, you know, not the negative funny parts of it because it's a roast. It's, they supposed to talk about you, but you hear like how people feel about you as far as liking you right. without it having to be a funeral. Mm-hmm. So I thought about that, but then Honestly, for real, for real, I don't think many people would come. <laughs> so I might not do it. Well, you, you, you've been part of a roast production before. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Right. I did it for someone else. You got else. enough friends that would do that. No, I, you know, and I've said this. And, you know, again, this is just podcast going out live or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Neutrella, I honestly do believe that um, I think I show up for people more than they show up for me. I but do. I, I think they would show up for this. We'll, well, I'll toy with it. We'll I see. feel like you get at least the same amount of people that showed up at the roast that we attended. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how many people do you want to show up? No, I'm, well, I don't know. I don't even, I really don't think I would. I really don't. And that's just something that I've come to just be like, you know what? That's why I'm toying with the idea of just going away because I really do feel that way. But I digress. But that's I mean, what they did do it. Look it up on Marlon. You'll see. I'm, I'm he was all, the preacher. I'm all for travel. I definitely give you that yeah. much. Plus, you know, if if you got people like if you got people you want to travel with, it's usually the ones like closest to you who rock right. out, and then that'll probably be like great shit. Right. Yeah. So either uh, way, we'll see. I I told people, you know, as much as I'm in the comedy stuff, I would never want to roast. Why? I just don't see the fun of people coming up there and just giving me work. First of all, you work your whole life to not get roasted. You work your whole life to be able to overcome roast by roasting back on the spot. Right. So now you tell me you want me to sit there for what one, maybe two hours, just people just eating off my whole plate. Nah, B. But they look, but it's all in love. Nah. It's just showing how much someone. Imagine if every time you. you got roasted in school, somebody's like, "Yeah, it was out of love. It was in love, though." Nah, we didn't like getting roasted. No, I'm inviting Roast, you to do roasted it. Roasted brought kids to tears. I mean, I mean, I would hope that as my friend, you wouldn't go there like there's certain things that you should know well, who's not to say to they know what's there though you know what i mean that's what i'm saying if you're that close to me uh-huh. then i feel like you would know like okay so like for example this let's say we're attending the roast of um jane ginger ginger okay? okay just some random person me and you both know and me and you know that ginger you know mom was addicted to drugs and mm-hmm. had an overdose right she ain't died but she right. just had an overdose mm-hmm. that's some shit you wouldn't bring up at a roast i got you that's what i'm saying something like yeah. that you shouldn't you shouldn't bring up but if ginger you know was running through the gym in her socks mm-hmm. and fell down the bleachers true story that happened um, to me um sounds about right sounds about true. I, was, I was running on the bleachers in my socks at high school fell down the bleachers and landed on the boys basketball team of Howard High School. Mm-hmm. If something like that happens and you find a way to work it into the roast, I would expect something like that mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah, nah, don't roast me at all. <laughs> don't roast me at all. Plus, I don't, you know what, honestly, in my crew, I know some real animals. 
you know, we've, we've, we've heard a lot of feelings. Even each other's at sometimes. Yo, you know it wasn't even supposed to be a roast? You were at my brother's wedding. Mm -hmm. Were you not? Weren't you I was, there? I was the MC. You was the MC, right? Yeah. I don't know if you remember his best man speech or not. I don't. When, okay. He was like, he was like, yeah, um, TJ was engaged before. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> you don't remember him saying wow. that? He was like, yeah, he was engaged before. Bet you glad that one didn't work out. Oh, <laughs> He's my. Like, what? <laughs> He was like, yeah, sit down. Oh, sit my. down. Sit down. Like, stuff you know, like that. You know, I basically do remember that now. Because I remember TJ saying, sit down. Yeah. Damn. That's like some shit you see on TV. <laughs> yeah, no, it really happened. So, I mean, stuff like that. Mm. But I don't know. So, so, how do you go about, I guess, having a situation where you have something where everybody, you know, freely gives someone their flowers now? without it being a funeral session? Um, I mean, isn't that what birthday parties kind of can be? It's still not the same, though. Well, I mean, do you necessarily want to hear everyone's good words? Like, let's say if you got 100 people at your joint, do you want to hear 100 speeches? No. See what I'm saying? So, But you want to know who would have came out for you. You might want to know who would have at least been there in your... Like, for example, we had a good friend that passed away in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see all the people that came out, right? You know, for this young man. I know what you're saying. So how do you get? So how do you get to see the love? Or how do the you way back out the church you, while you're still alive? Right, or to see or see how you really affected people, because right. you know you may not know, you right. know that you had this effect on true. someone. Cause that's true. Because it's just like, as I'm celebrating my 40th this year, I don't necessarily expect my man's to make it from California for it. They live in California, let's say. Right. I got aces out there. But, like you said, if for my funeral, oh, he's going to be here on the home. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah, how do That's a great question. Like, how do you do that? Because even, you know, and then, like I said, maybe you don't realize how um, affected you were by this person until they pass away mm -hmm. or something. But, like, like I said, just when I ended up in Charlotte and saw, you know, all the different people that mm -hmm. were there. I'm sitting there like, oh, wow. I didn't know he... I hadn't seen that agent. Yeah, but I also, I'm like, yo, I didn't know he really affected you like right. that. And you could have been looking at me the same way. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I didn't know he was really cool with you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just like, did he know that he affected you like that? Right. You know, that's right. what, that's, that's what I'm like. So how do you get something like that to happen? Like, how do you get to smell the flowers while you're still here? True. Or maybe that begs the question, should we, I hate to use this term because maybe it's unfair because really it's just me and you giving our perspectives. Right. Should we be so hung up on getting the flowers? Like, should you just go about the same way we was like, we want, yeah, it'd be nice when we teach you the year, but I'm not going to get hung up on it. Because right. who's to say, I'm, you know, that's, for, you know, whatever. Right. Should we just live our lives, smell the flowers we can just because we can, to, you know, just appreciate life? And should people give us the flowers while we can still smell them? We just accept that as the added bonus. I think that I think that receiving it while you can and it helps to motivate you to keep going. Like, so I feel like, nah, we should get it. I so, feel like you should get it while you while you can. 
Mm-hmm. I have it because it just helps you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. For example, I just I just said on live listening to audiences everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know that if I was to have something, I don't think everybody would show up for me the way yeah. I show up for them. And if I just said that that's how I feel, then to have something and then people show up, that would make me feel better as a person. So I feel like, yeah, sure. I, I should know. Now, let me ask you this then. Would, would flowers from one person, or could flowers from one person mean more than flowers from another person? Yes. I do agree with that. Because so maybe it's, to kind of respond to your the motivation kind of thing, mm-hmm. maybe it's about who we get the flowers from. Maybe. Like, right? Yeah. So, and the reason I say this is because I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the people who the flowers will mean more for to, from, mm-hmm. who would mean more for us to get it from, I imagine those people are probably the ones you're closer to already. Is that safe to say? You know, I don't know because um, or I, maybe uh, you interact with them more. Yeah, that might be it. Cause I've received plenty of flowers from like my track team yeah. or other students that mm-hmm. I've had, and I didn't expect it. Right. And that touched me. Right. To know. And that to me was more important than any teacher of the year and all that right. other stuff. And and that's to my point now. I think that kind of actually brings home my point. So maybe in those instances, you know, maybe we're not just work. Maybe we not shouldn't just focus on the flowers for ev- from everybody per se. Focus on those ones like we say the flowers would mean more for, mm-hmm. and maybe that just comes in response or return to how you are impacted that person. So like with your track team, mm-hmm. you know, I can see you in addition to just giving them, you know, teaching them their ability, strengthening them all that for the actual sport. Mm-hmm. You probably, I can see you probably empowering them. You know, pouring life into them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably mentor them outside the track. Mm-hmm. That's why I do that. <laughs> so, and the reason they give you these flowers because you're pouring that to them regularly. Or you might even say to them, yo, you know, you really did a bang up job today. Or I like the woman you're growing up to be. Or the man, man. Mm-hmm. Growing. So that's where their flowers come from. So maybe it's a matter of those people. Maybe we need to ask ourselves, well, are we delivering flowers? And then yeah. that, in turn, because like for instance, I have, you know, it's, you know, at one point in life, you know, I have, there was times where I would randomly like reach out to a person, like, yo, you know, and people have been mad too early, whether it's texting, I'm like, you know what, just what you know, I really appreciate you, and I love you, man. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh shit, you know what, I love you too. Blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, well, damn, was the, as I'm thinking about it now, was that just a flower exchange? It might have been, because on. now that you say that, like just two days ago, I text, um, Solomon, as a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. Solomon Miller, and um, basically was saying, you know, I was just sitting and reflecting, and I feel like part of the reason why where I am right now, as far as a math teacher, Mm -hmm. um, came from you giving me the opportunity at your school, and I appreciate you for Mm -hmm. that. And so he wrote me back and was like, oh, that was really nice, or whatever, but like you said, maybe it was a flower exchange. And as what he said, and I remember um, a couple years ago for my birthday month, Instead of celebrating me, I took a day and celebrated somebody. Right. I just picked someone and mm-hmm. celebrated them throughout the whole month. And that was my thing. So, like you said, maybe maybe it is, um, you, I might need to give out more flowers. Yeah. So, like, yeah. for instance, um, my coworker who has some type of a part-time job, 
you know, she actually kind of like unofficially trained me there, if you will. Like mm-hmm. Other people gave me the points, but she kind of like would lay out a lot of stuff that I needed to know mm-hmm. and way better than anybody else. Because I got this thing now where I call it um, TMW, too much words. Mm-hmm. And people at this job, they say too much words. So like, I could ask you how to do something, you can show me this, and you'll show me, and I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. But you'll keep saying it, and I'm like, okay, I got it. Or, you know, some people, or they'll just say too many words to get to it. Like, I'll be like, what's one plus one? And somehow you get this derivatives and quotients and, and quadratic <laughs> equations instead of just saying two. Yeah. Or saying, you know, if you got one apple, you got one apple, that's two. She would be that. And she would never say too many words. And when other people would start saying too many words, I would actually start forgetting some of the shit. Right. So then, we had a comment the other day, somebody saying too many words on something I actually already know how to do already. I just, I wasn't. So I texted, I was like, yo, you know what? I said, first of all, I'm, now I'm at the point where I'm mad comfortable with the system. I'm busting out all of these processes mad quick. I said, so really, you gave me the gift that keeps on giving. And I said, also, you never said too much. You never gave me too much words. These people say too much words. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for not saying too much words. They need to be like you. And you know, it wasn't even like in my mind, oh, let me deliver these flowers. That just what moved me that day. Mm-hmm. So who's to say how that might have affected her? Right, and maybe if I have some kind of impact on her, she'll hit me one day and be like, "Yeah, you know." Or, or even day. if it's just like, "I really appreciate what you said that day." Right. I never had that situation. One girl, you know, um, it was one of those things where she was saying one thing to me, and I didn't really get it. And I was like, "I don't see what your issue is." And, but then I was like, "But if it made you feel a way, I do apologize, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's not my tip." And then one day, it just clicked. I'm talking about like maybe a year later. We were still in contact. And I was like, yo, you know what? I finally realized what you were saying to me. And I was like, damn, that had to be wild. Like, right. I was like, you know, I truly apologize. Like, this is da 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 da. So you came back to it when you yeah. when you finally really and, did and understand. She like, and she said she appreciated it. But like three days later, she texted like, yo, you know, I really appreciate what you do. I'm sure that had to be uncomfortable and not easy to do. And that really made me feel good. Right. I was like, word. So I guess it's just a matter of that, you know. So I guess in in the end, what we all got, what we got to is, we should probably give out flowers. No doubt. Where to go from death to giving out flowers for life? Yeah. Because I, I definitely didn't want to end the, the thing on some. I was just saying. I, I know. Mean, I know it was mean, morbid. I, I, I was just I, like. I, uh, I, know, <laughs> I think the reason why I didn't kind of mind the mind is because I know we always end with our positive notes. Right. But this was kind of like more organic. And we went into some good shit. But with that said, we're going to wrap this episode up. We're almost two hours in on this. One hour, 49 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Time flies when you're you having fun. Um, so, of course, you know, we can't, let, we can't leave without telling the people something positive. So, without, without further ado, new guy. No, you're not new guy here. You're new Trella. Yes. Tell the people something. You know, with that being said, when we just talked about you know, just give out flowers. Just I challenge everyone that's listening out for this week. Just give out flowers to someone. Just any anyone who touched you at any point in any way in life. I mean, touched you for the. I'm not even gonna break it down. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know, give out flowers. No doubt. And I just wanna let y'all know a wise man once said. Here we go. Yo, you gotta come on, son. Why you come with that energy? You gotta bring that <laughs> positive vibes only. Yes. A wise man once said, don't bring your girl around me. True player for real. That's my nigga for real. (laughs) 
And on that note, whether we feed your brain, your funny bone, or your something to do, we're just happy to be feeding you because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. And we out! Sunday Dinner is presented by the Nitty in the City podcast. All views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those of solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of this program, Nitty in the City, or any of its affiliates. The original background music is provided by Lance Chris. Special thanks to all of the financial supporters of the Nitty in the City podcast. For more information on how you can support Nitty in the City, send email correspondence to Nitty in the City, that's one word, at gmail.com.